Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. Can you believe it? Mm. We're back. 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 It's crazy. Here we are. It's us. The same as before. The old, the new. We're back. Oh my goodness. It's been it's, a lot it's of been, months. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. But uh, I guess... Uh, Introductions are in order. I mean, we may have like all kinds of new listeners and stuff with this. There should be like six or seven listeners total. <laughs> At least. Nobody missed us. Nobody made a status or anything. That's true. Well, no, there was one or two. There they were was, like, there oh, was, bring it back. But I, think a, it, I think it's more because like, you know, you wrestle and I wrestle and like they're, I think being, it they're was, being cool to us as characters. I think really the post I'm thinking of was just like Doggins saying that he was just going to start his own podcast. So... Anyway, somebody missed us. Somewhere, somewhere, somebody missed us. Doggins is having cosplay sex right now. He's Captain America. You know that dog. His, even his dog is Thor. I am John Cross, and I am joined, as always, well, as finally, with yeah. Alex Royal. Alex finally decided to podcast with me after all these months. He finally let me back in the shop. He's finally let me back into his life. We're here. Yep. It's December. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yep. Almost Christmas. This time last year, you were high on uh, gummies. gummies. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Tim messed me up on them gummies. You know, um, the funny thing is, is that we probably wouldn't be potting right now, but our wives are friends. Yeah. So they went to a Christmas party together, so we got left solo. We had a nice little gift exchange. We did. John got me the ugliest <laughs> The ugliest ass Christmas sweater I've ever seen. It's like shit yellow. God damn. It's the color of like um, uh, indie wrestler uh, locker room bottle piss. Like it, <laughs> that is the exact color. It's locker room locker room bottle piss. All right, and um, so I got John a little uh, on the pod gift here. Hey, did you? Let me um, see. Just for him, he's opening it up live in you're a living not, color. You're, you're knocking it out. Hey, you, you got to stop giving me stuff, man, because like uh, I take God. the shit out of it. Too, Damn, I can't even. Like I had to get the old pocket knife out. You're for a this. personal trainer, and you can't even rip paper. <laughs> I was I, what I was about to say is um, you get you know I gave you the one sweater. <laughs> what is it? It's a fucking goddamn fucking candle. <laughs> yeah, have you seen John's little brutal oh, status? It smells awful, too. First of all, last year at my shop, someone walked in with a box of candles with a church, and they put me on the spot and said, we're selling these candles, $17 a pop. Outrageous amount for a candle. I'm fucking goddamn. But um, I bought one because I, uh, I was feeling festive, Yeah. and I happened to have it when John and I were potting, and I just said, hey, want these Britney like candles? He's like, yeah, and I said, just take it to her. So John's little status saying I gave him a candle for mm. Christmas, that's actually how it went. But now, <laughs> today, because of that status, I have given him three different candles. He's given me no less than three candles in Blueberry one day. pancakes? Oh, my God. Candle. I'd rather have blueberry pancakes, a which rose, are probably cheaper than that candle. A rose candle that smells like roses. Jesus. And then now you got a, a Christmas candle. Oh, my God. So you can God. light it in your car on the way home. I can fucking burn my house down with all these fucking candles. Yep. I, um... So, so much has happened since we pot. You know, I, people really wonder why it's taken us so long to pot again. I want to tell you right now, it's not 
because of the candles. It's not because of the UWE feud that we had. It's simply because our last episode was with Steven Cruz, and people hated it so much that <laughs> they kicked us out of the podcast community. <laughs> Steven hated it so much, he decided to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Cruz. Yeah. I'm just fucking we, we with love, you. We love Cruz. We do, we do. Cruz, Cruz congrats, congrats on the new baby. Congrats, congrats on the baby. Uh, may it always happen to other people and not me. Um, yep. We're back. What, what? Good Lord, so much has happened. I mean... I've 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 returned again, basically. Yep. You know, I've been fired. I've 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 returned. You've been fired and rehired at yep. one company. I got drug out of a building. You've you've been in control of a faction and lost a faction. Had a championship, lost a championship. You got a dog now. I have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dog. Alex Royal has a fucking dog now. I feel so bad. Like I told Zach yesterday, I said. <laughs> You know, I never understood how people can get attached to dogs mm. until I got my own dog. Yeah. And now I kind of feel bad for in our build the UWE saying I was going to break your dog's neck. <laughs> <laughs> so I said that I was, I was like, holy shit, I did say that. So I said that up. live on the microphone. So, so over your body. So like, he decides he decides that he's going to get his lovely wife Sam a puppy for Christmas and this motherfucker calls me. He calls me and he says, "Hey, you know, he, he had been looking for dogs. My wife was trying to help him find a dog because um, Sam's allergic, right? She has yeah, some allergies. Yeah, yeah. So they're looking for a hypo uh, allergenic dog or whatever. We got and, a golden doodle. Uh, yeah, the, the, the golden doodles are one of those breeds. And um, he, it, it all just kind of came together to where he, he, he had the idea for a dog. He was looking for a dog. And then someone, who, someone you knew had one. Yeah, Zach, Zach's friend um, is a breeder. And, right. Um, the dog that we wanted mm-hmm. was, uh, her name's Rose. Mm-hmm. The dog that we wanted is like a golden doodle, very fluffy, and it's a darker color. Right. Well, those dogs are $2,200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this dog, we right place, right time. Right. Zach knows the person. $500 cash today. Right. All the shots, 10 weeks old. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't pass it up. Yeah. And this is in, this is in what, late November? Yeah, this is the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three one. weeks ago, something like that, yeah. And, um... I called John. I don't know what to do. I've never bought a. I've never bought a dog. I don't know the system. So all I know is um, I decided, hey, I'm taking five hundred dollars cash and buying this dog. I was gonna say, like anything else in your life, you you found an item you want. It costs money. You got the money. You're gonna go buy it. <laughs> yeah. So I so I now, called. But now, what do you do with yeah. a living organism that needs air and food? So I call. I call John and um, I call him. I'm like, hey, like. Uh, Anyway, if I bought this puppy, you'd want to house it for a month. <laughs> I had no clue what it entailed. I, I love animals, as is well documented. I have three fucking big ass dogs, and and that you know oh. right there is kind of part of the problem. But he, you know, the, and it's funny because the dog lover in me is kind of like, well, yeah, I'd love to puppy sit for you for a month. But I mean, the reality of that, <laughs> the reality of that is that I would have to have a small puppy. In a house full of three large dogs that are gonna fucking interrogate that dog to death, and then like my wife's gonna get super attached to the puppy too. I know that's gonna happen, and like I'm like, I, I it's real like like you ask somebody to watch a dog for you for a week, cool. You ask somebody <laughs> to watch a dog for you for five weeks, 
not gonna happen. <laughs> like yeah. it just it's just not gonna so, work that way. I, long story short, I gave I gave her gave it to her early. Gave it to her and, early, um, and that worked. As soon out. as I found out I was buying the dog, I was like, okay, I gotta get ready. Yeah. So I went to Walmart and I went through the aisle and I bought everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Uh, I spent like three hundred dollars right. in puppy shit, food, everything. You know, got the puppy, had the thing all set up, yeah, bought yeah. one of those huge kennels, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, since then I'm I'm attached. I buy yeah. something for the dog every day. Yeah, yeah. The dog only eats the best food. Of course. I, I mean, yeah. I guess Blue Diamonds, top of the line. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I give her. Yeah. And uh, it's the treat she gets, and mm. it's badass. I never knew I could love a dog, so it works out. There you go. It's a very sweet dog. I met it for the first time today. Yeah, she's balling. Uh, dude. Very, very cool dog. Got it. Brought it some gifts. Brittany yeah. wrapped it a bunch of gifts and gave it to her. Got her own Lacroix bottle. That's funny, right uh, there. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> Fucking bottle of Lacroix. Um. Yeah, man. So you're a dog owner. I'm I'm proud of you. It's great. How do you like how do you like walking that dog? That dog's so chill, dude. I don't really I don't really Pretty walk good. the dog. Well, I mean, you got to take it outside the fence. Yeah, I do. I take out the front yard. Yet. She does yeah. her own thing. She listens. Yeah. She's ten weeks old. She already set. She lets us know when she needs to go out and shit. Yeah. And you know, it's cool. And um, I'm actually putting a privacy fence in the backyard. I was backyard, say, so. the best investment I ever made was my privacy fence yeah. because like. So we had Bones, and that was the only dog we had um, for years. And we lived in an apartment, a small, just one-bedroom apartment. And uh, it was an upstairs apartment. So multiple times, every single day, I would hook him to a leash, walk him down a huge flight of stairs, all the way around the complex. We were on the inside-facing complex, so we'd have to walk all the way around to the outskirts of the building. And we would just walk, and hopefully he would piss and shit. And, I mean, that was every day. That that would end up taking, like, hours in a week and whatnot. And then as soon as we bought a house, the house did not have a fence. I was like, get the credit card out. Boom. Fucking, how much is a privacy fence? Four grand? Book it, Dano. Let's fucking go right now. Built that privacy fence. Yeah, uh, yeah it's the best investment I've made the on a house for is, sure. The good thing is that... Um I never thought we needed one. Mm. So like we, I would say we have a moderate home. We have a, we have a nice yeah, yeah, yeah. home. It's you not five nice star, but it's not fucking nah, you know, nah. slums either. Nice home. Yeah, for I like sure. I like my home. Yeah, and um, we don't have a we have a big yard, but mm. we don't have a privacy fence. Yeah, yeah. we have a tree line that mm. separates where there's like a 1950s fence or something. Yeah, yeah, a large tree line that separates like some apartment buildings in our house. We have a big lot. Yeah, and um, I told my landlord, I was like, you know, what's it going to take for me? I talk her into letting us get a dog, yeah. first of all. Super sweet lady. All I did was send her a couple pictures of the puppy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, it's going to be a $900 deposit. I said, okay, done. Let's do it. And um, so I did the deal, got the puppy, and then I messaged her, and I was like, what's it going to take for me to get a privacy fence? Mm-hmm. She's my landlord, so I got to clear that with her. Sure. And um, she said, okay, well, coincidentally, I need a tax write-off. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I will fund the fence. Right. If you help Leland, which is her husband, mm. put it in. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, um, done. Yeah, and yeah. You're yeah. gonna pay sixteen. They priced it seventeen hundred dollars. No doubt. I was like, you're gonna pay seventeen hundred dollars for me. Yeah. I will do everything I can to help you. Sure. So they went out there, looked at the property, and she goes, "I need you to clear out this fence line." Mm. And um, I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "Okay, it's gonna take a little bit because I yeah, mean, yeah. I make shakes, dude. Like I'm not like <laughs> I don't cut down trees and." Um, so I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I can do it. No problem. So uh, I got I got a whole Haskell and Zach and a couple of buddies. Fucking whip out your hatchets. So I got there. you a perfect get, gift I'm, last I'm, year. I'm getting there. So, uh, <laughs> so I get I get out there and uh, there's just tree lines, all these goddamn weeds mm-hmm. and like everything. And like I clear out so we set the post. Yeah. And um, 
Haskell's like, dude, you got a machete? And I was like, do I fucking have a machete? <laughs> Hell yes. Pulled out hatchets and machete, dude. We were out there for like an hour just destroying limbs. So fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, if, you want a tr- if you want a tree lot cleared out, just call me because like I had a great time with that machete. Like I was swinging the machete so hard, the handle started getting wobbly. Yeah. So I had to duct tape it. Felt so cool. Like I was chopping down shit. Loaded it up, you know, whatever. Long story short, I'm getting a goddamn privacy fence. There you go. Hey, we spent, uh, I don't, I, it might have been Showdown, but like we spent like, we spent a good 20 minutes after a UW show one time hurling your hatchet at a fucking tree in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> well, I keep the hatchet you got me for Christmas in the trunk of my car because of course. if someone ever rushes me yeah, and I yeah, pull out yeah. a hatchet, they're stupid. It's like I whoop a hatchet out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and another thing, I bought a gun too. So yeah, yeah, that's I bought true. a gun from you're, you. You're a dog owner? You're a gun owner? I got ADT. Oh, my fence. God. You're, you're fucking, you're moving on up in the I'm world. Who am I now? You're a Republican now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went and shot the gun. Gun shoots well. There you go. Um, yeah, so yeah, I keep the hatch in the back of the car, and we're, yeah. we're throwing it at a tree at UWU. Heck fun. yeah. That's I think Brian awesome. Breaker, me, you, Riker, Riker. Yeah, Haskell, yeah, yeah. we were all throwing a hatchet. Fucking A. Bunch man. of wrestlers with one single hatchet. Hey, we had more fun doing that than we did in the show. But, uh, oh, man. So where are we at, man? I, the, the goal of this podcast, the goal of this comeback, the great comeback the episode. The comeback pod. The comeback pod is to essentially detail... Where we went from OKX to the end of Showdown, yeah, because um, they all kind of interconnect and whatnot. And um, I just know, <clears throat> for me, it all began. It was sometime during the build of OKX, maybe, maybe in the week leading up to it. It, it was right there towards like the climax of OKX itself. Um, Fuel sent me a message, and he said he wanted me to be the surprise entrant in the Sooner Stampede, win it, and challenge you yep. at Showdown. I was supposed and, to win the belt that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and remember, this is, this is fucking, this is OKX, so this is back in May of this year. And I, I'm, I was like, so you're just going to like disregard everything you're doing, like storyline-wise, and just like hand me the Showdown main event or whatever? And he's, I believe the idea was I think the original idea was it was going to be like a triple threat. I think the main event was going to be Fuel versus Mr. Nasty versus Alex Royal for the UWC. In a ladder match. That was my Was idea. it a ladder match? Okay. I was like, how do you top the year before yeah, with yeah, Fuel yeah. and I for the yeah. ladder? You add in somebody else. Yeah. Neither you or I win. Nasty wins. And So somewhere along the line, somewhere in the, the lead up, um, Brad decided he didn't want to be in the main event anymore. He decided he wanted to kind of tie up his deal with Dustin McGowan because McGowan was leading the heel faction that you were in. Yeah. And um, he said, I think I can do, you know, a whole like, you know, Shawn Michaels versus uh, Mr. McMahon kind of angle with Dustin McGowan at Showdown. Another idea. Man. So, so he's going to, yeah, so he was going to take himself out of the main event and it was going to be you versus Mr. Nasty yes. and some kind of match, whatever. And then. Fuel just tosses out to me this idea of me coming in because of, you know, you know, I'm his friend. And also I have a lot of hype with OKX and whatnot coming up and um, a lot of eyeballs and all that good stuff. And uh, I sent it to you and I said, uh, fucking Brad's fucking offering me the match with you at Showdown. And I don't know, I kind of it was it was a halfway just attempt to see what your reaction would be. And also just me like we, we talk about just about everything. So I was just throwing it out there. And you were pretty much just like, do it. Like, let's do it. And um, I had no intention of doing it. Uh, like, I just, I, I, you know, despite what has happened since then, 
I really had no intention of wrestling past OKX. I mean, that was my deal with my wife was for the one time only. And like, I, I, I was not going to wrestle anymore. Had no intention of wrestling anymore. Didn't have any interest in doing it anymore. But of course, as these things do with those of us that love the fucking sport of professional wrestling, like there's just something super special about it. Also, I did have a lot of hype, which felt really good. It's very self-satisfying. It feels great to be in the spotlight. Um, I was in super good shape, which felt great. And wrestling Luke Langley, or debuting at all, made me feel super motivated to get back in shape and get super healthy for wrestling in general. So it, it did sort of feel like a waste to just disappear after OKX. And also, I wanted to stay in shape. Like, I felt like, I, I was like, man, I want to stay in good shape. I like this feeling, and I'm afraid that if I just tie it up after OKX, I won't have that motivation to continue to stay in shape. So what if I do another match? And then there's also the last driving factor is the fact that you and I are so close, and uh, we've, we've talked so much about wrestling, and I've been your manager for so long in WFC, and we've never gotten to have a match like we've kind of, kind of, sort of, you know, dreamed about having or whatnot. We had that little angle at WFC, but that wasn't. No, that was just kind of to satisfy the urge. And this is not only a potential to have a match, but to have like a full blown like program that's pretty fucking interesting. With me coming back out of nowhere and challenging you, yeah. And then we have, you know, it's UWE, so like we have basically full reign to run this program however we want, and then during the match we have full reign to do whatever we want. So it's just like that a, was the main. It's idea. pure creative control for yeah. us. Like that was that was hundred percent. That was one of the big, um, you know, turn on points. And it's a win win because UWE gets the hype for it. And yeah. We're not going to do anything to fucking disparage the company. We're going to build the company up because we want people to have it's, eyeballs. It's on hard this. to argue that that's yeah. not what happened either. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like if you if you watch UWE right now, there was a lot of momentum built during this build that is still with UWE to this day. Without a doubt. And, you know, as douchey as it sounds, I take a lot of exception to shit with, you know, UW growing and stuff because I stayed yeah. through the course when yeah. people, you know, were flaking out on the company. Absolutely. So that's, that's why, like, I, you know, I've, I felt like, shit, I really want this angle. Yeah. You know, people can say what they want about Brad and UWE, but in Tahlequah, Brad's fucking over as hell. And if mm -hmm. you're in the ring with Brad and you're doing a good job as a heel, fans are into it. It's just all there is to it. And um, John and I were given the opportunity, like John said, and I remember it because it's like, you have to think. At this point, John had only wrestled Luke. Mm -hmm. There's been buzz on one single match. Mm -hmm. Granted, he wrestled JD along the way, and he ended up, you know, doing the, you know, stampede. But when we're talking about this, it's like yeah. it's Luke, and then it's Alex. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like okay, like I knew that 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 Barrett was going to be happening. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, you know, I'll throw a tidbit in there, and we can pick up wherever, but. I knew that Barrett was going to be happening, and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, if it's Luke, Alex, Barrett, mm -hmm. well, then, cool. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, I know the buzz is going to be on Barrett. You know what I mean? I wasn't naive to not think, like, you know, people were going to be all about that match. Sure. So I wanted to do everything I could with this match to make the story be big. You know and I, I, mean? I really think, and, and, you know, to be fair, like, um, to be fair, um, I believe as far as, like, social media presence went – 
our feud was way more prominent than my feud with Barrett. Yeah. Like it, it, like way more. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in the like the two weeks leading up to my match with Barrett, I was like begging for a fucking match graphic to be put out there yeah. or something. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're going to break down me versus Barrett yeah, in yeah, a future yeah. episode. But that um, just had to be brought up. On yeah. This oh, show. it did. It absolutely did. But 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 part of the showdown journey, I want to I want to hit all those stops. So like so. I agreed to do it, and I and I don't know if people understand this. They probably guessed it, or maybe they just think I'm because it's not like I wrestled that frequently, even in my heyday. But like, basically, I told Brad, I said, "Yes, I would love to do this, but here's my here's my here, here's my my fucking here's the things we have to follow." Um, I will not wrestle every show. I will not be stuck in random tag matches. I will not be put in random matches. I will pick and choose every single thing that I do on every show, even if that means I won't be there at certain shows. Like, it is as simple as that. You are going to give me this angle, your main event spot, and I am not going to guarantee you. It's like the worst, like, you know, fucking... Like Brock Lesnar schedule, man. I'm just like, but but not that I took advantage of it really, but like I was like, I will not wrestle on every show. I will not wrestle Joe Schmo. Maybe I need to. Like I really probably after OKX especially, I felt like I needed to brush up my ring rust and stuff. But like, uh, I, I'm just not willing to do it. I just I, I want I want to create. A, I want John Cross to have a special feel. I don't want to wrestle on every show, and I also just don't want to beat my body up any more than I have yeah. to. So I was like, I will come up with something for me to do on the shows that I'm there. We'll do promos, we'll do attacks, we'll do angles, we'll do all the shit we did during OKX with bloody envelopes mm-hmm. and all this bullshit. Well, we got potential to do all kinds of shit. And um, that's what I will provide to you leading up to the match. And then I did, you know, what I... And this is this goes kind of to part, because, like, me and you are super close. Me and JD, not as close, but he was kind of part of the journey with you guys yeah. at STF yeah. and stuff and the whole cartel. So there is a, a part of me that... As much as I wanted to have a match with you, a, a smaller part of me wanted to also give JD a match. In perfect, you know, perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. Because JD didn't have anything going on in UWE at all. Yeah. And I wanted to bring him into UWE, a yeah. part of my faction. Yes. Because fans will understand sure. the Simply the Future rub, but I didn't want us to be Simply the Future. Right. I want him to come in. They know we're close. It's like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. You don't got to be together to know you guys are like linked. And he came in as a huge heater, mm-hmm. helped me win a few matches. And we ended up getting one single small run with the tag belts. Yeah, yeah. And then, boom, he's in a position as a heel to face you as a babyface. What about... Um, it worked all the way across the board. So I'm, I'm skipping a couple little things that I'm going to go back and hit in a second. But I want to talk real quick about JD, uh, not specifically the match. But let's talk about his whole, like, like his new look. The vest. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. Was part of that your idea? Uh, Jeremy's... Jeremy and I kind of bounced around. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy and I talk a lot about ideas. Sure. Okay? So Jeremy will usually run his He's an char- idea guy for sure. He'll run his like, character yeah. ideas mm-hmm. um, around me, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of tell him kind of what I'm thinking um, for him and see what he thinks. But I told him, I was like, man, like I would, I would black out. Mm-hmm. I go, I would, uh, you know, you have the, you know, the black STF tights. Mm-hmm. I go, I'd black out, wear those, or take your fucking 
other blue tights and and you know mm. you know that I ripped up in a match and sew them up and look like a, look like a piece of shit. Yeah, I go get rid of the backwards hat, turn the hat around. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, flo- I I might have floated him an idea of like I think I said like hey you should wear like a jean jacket. I feel like I feel like what I was told maybe by him I can't remember yeah. was that he found that vest and he said should I wear this and and you or somebody was like absolutely like just do whatever you can to set yourself apart from how you look and that's, that's what i told him i was like you need to you need to you know be, be your own way i said i think i said something like you need to wear a vest yeah, and yeah. i think i might have pitched a jean jacket yeah. with the sherpa lining you know what i'm talking about like he, the old school yeah, yeah, yeah. like cody Rhodes style but sure. sleeveless and jean and i think he sent back i think he countered yeah. with a picture of that vest that he wore yeah. and he's like should i get this and i said yeah. absolutely, absolutely buy that yeah and he said, "Okay, I already bought it." So I like, I love the look. It looks great. He, lo- it's very subtle, and it and it really does have it's an still effect. Still country. Like he yeah. has a vest. He has the hat on forwards with the bill pulled down to kind of hide his eyes a bit. Like yeah. it looks, it looks different. Scruffy beard. It has him, cleaned yeah. up. Like it has him looking different. So, um, so before I go into like the match with JD, because that was definitely part of the showdown build. Let's uh, let's go let's go back because I, I have to hit this. I I would feel. People have mostly probably forgotten about this, but like I would feel remiss if I didn't discuss it because I because as 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 much as I'll build myself up, I will also break myself down. I have only had one black eye um, since returning to wrestling. Only one, only one thing that happened that did not come off great, and it came off very poorly, and that was the Sooner Stampede. Yeah. And I will tell you right now. That like it's almost a testament because me and you have had conversations before about like like when OKX was coming around. I took off like a week before and a week after OKX because I, I really felt like I needed a few days to put myself in the mindset of John Cross, and I needed a few days to come down off of that high after the show so I could go back to sacking people's groceries. Um, Sooner Stampede is the only event since coming back to wrestling that I. Literally got up at 6 a.m., went to a grocery store, worked for nine hours, got off work, came straight there, put on tights, and jumped in the ring, and then went back to work the next day. So I absolutely blame my whole performance in the Sooner Stampede on the fact that the guy in the ring was a grocery bagger. Um, I I was full-blown not my character. It was not my best moment. I went in that stampede. I didn't look that great. Uh, um, I mean, physically, I looked okay, but like performance-wise, I didn't look that great. Me and Nasty had a cool little spot there. That that it was supposed to be you and JD. It was supposed to be me and JD. What he got sick, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, he was sick. He got sick. So the Sooner Stampede was. I had it okay. So that you know what? I'm. We do need to touch on that because originally I was not going to wrestle JD one on one. The Sooner Stampede was my opportunity to wrestle JD. He felt bad that he couldn't be there to do it. Yes, that. yeah. Th- so fuck, he, I, I already... He, he, yeah. begged, he, he, got, he got that match out of you. Which, I'm glad he did, but yeah, like, yeah. I, I forgot... Is that for match of the year? I forgot that... <laughs> we're into that, too. I forgot that um, that it that it started that way. So, you, you know, like one of my favorite Royal Rumbles of all time is the one that comes... The one that Undertaker wins, and the last, like, fucking half hour of that match is basically him and Shawn Michaels one-on-one, and then he finally eliminates Shawn Michaels... I was like, let's do that at UWE, and it'll be me and JD. We'll get it down to like me and JD and Anarchy and Nasty, and then we'll eliminate Anarchy, then we'll eliminate Nasty, and then it'll just be me and JD, and we'll fucking wrestle for thirty minutes. You know, it'll we'll basically have a match, and then I'll eliminate him and win. And JD got super sick. Um, 
uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened. He woke up in a pile of his kid's diarrhea. I have no idea what happened, but, um, he, uh, um, encephalitis flu or some shit. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. It was super AIDS or something, but he, um, he got super sick, couldn't wrestle. And so I pivoted and I was like, well, I guess this is my opportunity to have one last match with nasty basically. So I kind of switched everything over to Mr. Nasty and me and Nasty did pretty well. It looked good, yeah. It looked okay. Um, it, it was kind of a nice little... The crossbody jumps out. It was, a, yeah. It was a nod to days of old. It was interesting to see the evolution of the Bishop Nasty character and the Bloodborne John Cross character being face-to-face. Like, that, that, that's, you know, that, that, that's something that never happened in a match. So, um, we had that moment. Eliminated him. That didn't... The elimination was not that great on him, but it happened. Then the shit show happens. And it has nothing to do with Reed, but the spot was for Reed to sneak back in, toss me over the top rope, I skin the cat. Skinning the cat is fucking so goddamn easy. It's nothing. I've done it a thousand times. But a combination of absolute bullshit, of Reed throwing me out kind of in the corner that I wasn't expecting. Again, not his fault. I'm a professional. I should be able to fucking maintain um, also in that corner was the goddamn steps that my feet hit when I got flipped out of the ring. Again, not his fault. I'm a goddamn professional. I should have been able to do it. And then me knowing that I was in a bad position, still going for the fucking skin the cat, even though I'm a fucking professional and I should have recognized I was in a bad position and not gone for it. I still tried to do it. Fucked it up. 100% botchamania. Book it. Put it on fucking line. It was terrible. I shared the video myself because I'm like I'm I'm not gonna shy away from this. I did it. It sucked. And then I came back in. You're so pissed. I was so mad that I I half-heartedly like did the finishing move to to read after well, let's that. Let's not forget you were so pissed that you fucking twisting meteoric yourself over the top. Yeah, of I jumped back in and did not have the most graceful landing. Well, I mean, you. What if you just stumbled and fell on that too? Like, I would have just, I would have just dove over the top rope and eliminated myself. Because <laughs> you like you flipped in like making it like extra cool. I was mad. Well, I, I don't even know that I was trying to be cool. I was just trying to get back in the ring, and I just totally like exerted triple the fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, yeah, more yeah. Than, like, more than what was necessary. Pathetic, pathetic. It was such a rookie thing to do, and I, I got in there. And uh, as we tell people to slow down, you know, tell young wrestlers, slow down, slow down. That, that, that was me. I should have slowed down. I got in there, did the thing to read, eliminated them, you know, got the pop or whatever. Me and you got the face-to-face after that, which was cool. Um, that was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. That felt pretty real. You jumped in the ring and you shoved me and, like, that That felt pretty good. That felt pretty real. Yeah, like it, it didn't go, the character had engulfed me at that in, in that moment, it was pretty great. Uh, I've only had that feeling a couple times. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, one time, like where you slide in and mm-hmm. you're you're hit with the adrenaline so mm-hmm. hard that you can't differentiate your character from yourself. So at that point, I was full blown Alex Royal. Oh that, yeah, that had only happened twice ever really. Yeah. Once was at OKX when I slid in. Yeah, and um, I was in front of that crowd for the first time, and it oh, was yeah. so electric when I shoved Danny. Hell yeah, it was a goddamn shoot. Like, yeah, it was like I shoved him, and like I I knew I shoved the fuck out of him. Yeah, I was like yeah. I was just I was in it. And um, I was, you know, same way with you. Slid in, did the face to face. Right. We were jaw jacking. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh yeah. Um, you know, someone was someone was behind you or something, and like I shoved you, and I actually shoved you, and you like stumbled over. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Reed or somebody was on the ground, yeah. and I, I, uh, I totally like stomped on them because you shoved me so hard, I just like stomped all over them and almost yeah. fell. But it was fine because it looked super real. 
Like that didn't that didn't that stumbled and bothered me at all because everything looked fucking super real in that moment. So yeah, I, I you liked ended up it. Punching me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We the did the ring. one punch. Like that Rock was that was super fun. That we were off to the races at that point. That felt really good. So that was a good note to end that show on. Yeah, yeah. Um, regardless of what had happened. Oh, I was furious. I was, and with myself, it was all my yeah. fault. Everything and was my Tim's fault. Tim's sitting over that. there with his broken arm watching the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Tim had his little broken T Rex arm fucking hanging at ringside. Um, but uh, um, I'm surprised he didn't jump in the ring and like fucking challenge me to a match with Barrett Brown at that point or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, t- Tim, Tim's probably listening right now. That's uh, fine. That's Tim. Oh, Timmy. But uh, Barrett Brown said, You ain't shit. Yeah. We um, so we're off to the races at that point. Uh, JD, sometime in between there, pitches to me like, "Man, I'm so sorry that I'm sad that I didn't get to have that match, um, or that that opportunity with you. I really wonder if we can have a match." I did feel sorry for him, and I felt like I, I wanted it. I wanted it to happen, yeah. which is exactly why it happened. I told Fuel, I was like, "Hey, we'll do a pick your poison deal, and that's a perfect way for me to get JD in the ring." Um, and, uh, you know, I, I put you against, uh, I chose Wes. It was all OKX oriented because I was like, oh, the, the, the other, you know, most talked about match from OKX was uh, the one that Wes was involved in. So we got Wes. I really wanted that match, too. Oh, yeah. Y'all had a great match as well. Like, it, it had some awesome highlights. For, for like, us, like, yeah. I'm telling you, like, he and I, we didn't really pitch ideas mm-hmm. beforehand. Here's one thing I'll say about Wes. Mm-hmm. Is Wes, you know, I, I haven't worked with Wes a lot, but... Mm-hmm. He's a pretty fucking crazy dude. So like, oh yeah, he shoots me a message one day and he's just like, "Hey, like, what about like you like pull me out of the ring and like brainbuster me on the floor?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why do you want that?" <laughs> yeah, and like we ended up not doing it, but we were outside going over everything. Right. Lots of good, you know, back and forths. Um, oh yeah. One of my favorite ways to get into a brainbuster. Yeah, was yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So that was dope. Absolutely, was cool. I love that match. But we um, so I I wrestled JD. Um, there's just, there's a decent story behind that match as well because so JD and I have this match. I come up with most of it. We go over it. He's super worried about it, like in his head. He's really letting it get in his head a little bit, but that's okay. Hey, he's great. He was he Jeremy wanted. Gets ex- Jeremy gets excited to the point to, before matches to yeah. where like he his nerves hit him. Yeah, I remember that like before OKX. He's like, I don't know why I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, you're good. Like he wanted he wanted to perform, and eventually it got to the point. To where, and I've I've had to do this a couple times before with like nasty and stuff. This is this is this is where my this is where like like you earn your money with me. I think that is like if if I'm good, like if I'm good, like if I'm feeling good about the match, like all I need you to do. This is what I told Jeremy. I was like, all I need you to do is BJD. Just go out there. Don't worry about the spots. Don't worry about the timing. Don't worry about any of that shit. Just be 100% your character and give that to the fans and let me take care of everything else. Like, I, I got you. I got your back. I got you on everything. We're going to be fine. He tr- And, I, you know, I think he really did try to trust me. And, you know, it was all bullshit because I broke his leg. <laughs> yeah, he, he, did, he did break his leg. You know, what's funny, what's funny is I've seen you do that spot before. and I've, watched, I've done it since. I've watched the yeah. angle back a few times. I think the 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 freak timing of him completely planting his yeah, foot yeah, yeah. and you applying force, yeah, fucking did that. It was just perfect timing. Yeah, it was, it was just. It's like if any split second, the opposite yeah. way. Here's one thing about Jeremy. Okay, I'll put this out there, and we'll get Jeremy on the podcast and we'll sure. What people don't know, and Jeremy, like, and it, I know Jeremy wants to make a video. So Jeremy, if you're listening, you know, if you don't want me to say it, sorry. Um, <laughs> but Jeremy has a fucked up back. 
Yeah. Like, Jeremy has... Jeremy legit has a very bad back. Jeremy legitimately has two fractures in his back. Yeah. Before that match ever happened, he was already planning Mm -hmm. his exit for a a while. He was already planning, like, hey, I'm getting through these few matches. And I want to say it was like, you know, I want to say it was like, okay, I I think he laid it out to me like, dude, like, you know, how can I not finish out these next three months? I got Luke, Mm -hmm. I got John, Mm -hmm. and I maybe have Barrett in October. He's like, I have to get through these matches. And I, I was happy for him. He hurts his leg. I was watching from the curtain. Yeah. As soon as it went down, he went outside, and he was selling. And I was like, "Fuck, his selling's really good." And then <laughs> I was like, "Then I looked over. I looked over at Zach, and or I think Tim was right there. And Tim mm. goes, Tim goes, yeah, it looks good.' And I go, "I think Jeremy's hurt." Mm. And Tim's like, Tim's like, "Oh, I don't know." I go, "Dude, Jeremy's good at selling, but mm. that's he, a little too fucking." At that good. point, he's overselling. That's if, that's if, that's if a little too. If he's because he was selling his leg yeah. into the next spot, and I was like, "This is either some of the best selling I've ever seen, or he's hurt." So so the spot happens. I, I do the low drop kick. You know, I've done it before. I've done it since. It, it, it's nobody's fault. It was not Jeremy's fault. I've had a f- bunch of people tell me, like, in private, like, fucking JD needs to learn how to plant his foot properly. I'm like, nah, fuck that, man. You don't fucking expect shit like that to happen. That shit, it, that's, that's one of those freak fucking wrestling accidents. It is what it is. So it's a very disgusting shot. If you want to see it, it's online. Um, he, he totally gets his knee hyperextended. Broke and, his fibula. Uh, Broke the old fibulator and fucking finished the goddamn mat. Wrestled for like 15 more minutes after that. Took the Death Valley driver on the apron. So this motherfucker, this motherfucker takes this kick to his knee, rolls out of the ring. So I, because I knew what the next spot was, I immediately knew something was wrong. Instantly, without a doubt. Because why did he roll out of the ring? He shouldn't have rolled out of the ring. There's no reason for him to roll out of the ring. Um... Actually, if I'm not, yeah, absolutely. Zach came over and told you, didn't I'm remember. No, I already knew. I knew before he did, but I already knew. But he, um, so the spot was the low drop kick and then a baseball slide to the face, which he got. He got both of those. He got the drop kick that snapped his fibula, and then he got a fucking skid mark right off his face because I just went into it without, you know, seamless. And when he took the drop kick to the face is when he rolled out of the ring, and that's when I was like, oh. He something's wrong because he shouldn't have got out of the ring. And I saw him laying there holding his leg, and I said, "Fuck, his legs hurt." And then Zach like slides up on the apron and goes, "He's hurt." And I, you know, I was like, "I know." And I, I was, I, I, you know, there's 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 two trains of thought here. There's the one that is, while you know, John's a great ring general. He carried Jeremy to a really awesome match of the year candidate. After that, um, or. There's the train of thought that, wow, John's a fucking asshole, which is the truth because I was furious in the moment. I was like, this big fucking baby is out there clutching his leg because he took a little kick, you know, snapped a goddamn bone. Yeah, but um, you, you gotta apologize now. <laughs> I was I was pissed in the moment. I was absolutely pissed. And then then after I. Walk, I carry myself around the ring. I give him a little bit time to breathe. I go get him. I ask him if he's good, and he goes, his leg hurts. And I said, all right, well, let's just take it easy. And I roll him in, and I kind of transition a little bit. I do a couple things to him, and I tell him to just keep breathing, keep breathing. It'll come back to you. Shake it off. We roll into a spot where he has to scoop me up in a fireman's carry, and he scoops me up in a fireman's carry, and his goddamn leg just hyperextends again collapses on him and we fall and I get pissed. I'm like this piece of shit. 
This motherfucker can't fucking last 10 minutes in the goddamn ring without blowing up. He wasn't blowed up. Well, he may have been. But his fucking leg was exploded. That's what it was. And I did not know. I didn't know at all the extent Dude, of the injury. Dude, if he would have had any more weight with yeah. on that leg, that yeah. it would have went in half. Yeah, it would have yeah. been fucking 90 degrees. He would have been Scott Steiner. He would have been in skin. He would have had a fucking grasshopper leg. Ah, <laughs> he would have been fucking grasshopper JD. It's crazy he made it through that guy. The that grasshopper comes. moment. This motherfucker not only makes it through the match, but continues for, like I said, another solid 10 to 15 minutes. We wrestle. He has a he has fractures in his back and his leg. He takes a Death Valley driver on the apron. Um, he manages to get me up in a fireman's carry multiple more times. Hits his finisher on me at one point. Like we 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 went, man. We went. We had a we had a pretty fucking stellar match. He he gets decimated by my fucking my my signature to big men, which is just kicking him in the back of the head as hard as I can over and over again. And I. I you know, I finally, you know, we, we do the finish. I hit the brain buster. I beat him. Um, yeah, after the match, his fucking leg is just, it's super hurt. He doesn't tell me for another couple of days that. He's collapsed out in Gorilla. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I, went, I, went, I went and checked on him. Yeah. Next thing you know, though, he's fucking up, limping, yeah. getting the kids loaded up in the oh, car. Yeah. Like, comes over, throws a hatchet at the tree. Like, Trooper, man. You know yeah, I mean? Which like, I, I'm, You would never know. You, you wouldn't would know. know. He told me a few days later that he, he had the fractured fibula. I, I, I felt super bad, apologized. All, we went, we've been through all that, so it's just why we can talk so harshly about it now. Because yeah. this is fucking months ago. Um, and uh, we've, we've gotten through it all. Um, I, I commend JD for having uh, one of the best matches that UWE's ever seen. And... Um, Fucking upping the upping the reputation of UWE once more, giving me another stellar match to talk about um, in my my comeback here. And uh, I, I, you know, I wish his leg wouldn't have got broken. Uh, other than that, I would not have changed a single thing about that match. And his selling only made the match even better, in my opinion. And the the legend of it now, the, the like, if people aren't really realizing that this is all true. He broke his fucking leg and continued the match. Like, the legend of that that makes him seem super tough is great. So I, I fully, fully on board, you know, J.D. fucking, uh, he can deal with pain. I don't think I could have finished that match. Or I don't uh-huh. know if my, my ego would have let me. I would have been like, fuck, I'm out. I'm done. I'd have been out. I thought, I really did think that I was going to have to pull Zach into the ring and, like, make up something on the fly with Zach. Like, I, I, that, was yeah. my, that was my only other, like, option at that point. A part of me thought, like, if Jeremy doesn't get in the ring soon, mm-hmm. I'm hitting the ring. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. part yeah, of me yeah. was going to slide in and just destroy That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, mean, I was sitting there and I was watching. I was like, I think he's hurt. I think he's yeah. hurt. And he was uh, laying we, out we there. We would have totally I, floated I was, like, I was already, like, getting... getting yeah. I, I think I spread water on. <laughs> I think I'm sitting there by Samedi, and I spray water on my hair, and I'm like, yeah. I'm about to go out, and then I see Jeremy continue, so... Yep. Yeah, props props to Jeremy. We'll, we'll get him on here to tell his side of the story. Um Oh yeah, that that, that ended up being his last match for the foreseeable future. Absolutely, um, not not his last UWE appearance, but his last match. Um, There's a couple of uh, oh yeah, he did. He wasn't part of our match. He was part of he was part of our match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other things before we get to actually show down. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about the fucking cake in the ring. Oh, um, let's do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, God um, damn. Let's talk about yeah. not just the cake, but like... So so we're going to do a celebration. Or you're going to do a celebration. A Go ahead. Champ- talk, about, talk about your celebration. So a championship celebration, okay? Um, this, this is funny. So um, we're doing a championship celebration, and um, I basically get the okay to go all out. I'm back in the proclamation. I'm a bad guy again. I get given the microphone. I get to cut my promo. 
Um, we go and we buy fucking balloons and you know table toppers and presents and the in and a cake and we have white claw in the ring and the idea is is that we're gonna have this big picture and it's gonna be of John's eye and it's gonna be a gift to John because he doesn't really want to do this match you know what I mean it's like this story is like, you know, we're too close of friends to really go through with this match, you know, for God's sake. So John and I, we go get this shit. We go get this pie and we're walking through Walmart and we're walking together and we're like, shit, like these people in Tahlequah, they don't understand that it's it's a work. You know what I mean? They they see you in, in, in Walmart and they rush you and they say, Alex, Alex, John, you're our favorite wrestler. It's the craziest thing. So we're there together. We're buying this. We're buying this pie. And we could have got a cake, like an easy cake. Should have. John gets this fucking. We got a fucking. This well, okay. choc- chocolate meringue okay. top pie. So your dumbass dickhead brother tells me that he's allergic to whipped icing. Yeah. That's what he says to me. Which is not true. Like. <laughs> so he's allergic to whipped icing. So, like, we go and we see, like, all kinds of things that would have worked just fine and that were probably cheaper. Yeah, and probably like, with less damage. Yeah. And, um, but uh, but I, I keep saying, like, well, he's allergic to whipped icing. And you're like, what the fuck? But, like, we ultimately were like, we saw some pies. So, we get, like, a chocolate pie with, like, meringue or something yeah, on yeah, it or yeah, something. Yeah. And we're like, well, fuck it. I guess it's going to be this. Yeah. And we get it. Dude, we got the full celebration in the ring. We're all in suits. We're toasting goddamn White Claws. White Claws. claws. Yeah. A full alcoholic pop the can but what <laughs> white claws and i'm gonna get into a story too because it's funny full pop the can yeah. inside marcoma on indian land yeah lose the goddamn building white claws yeah. and imagine like like yeah. losing the building over a goddamn so white crack a thing of white claws we're slamming them like stone cold steve austin it's the craziest shit people are going crazy that night it's going to be that that night is me and brad in a street fight yeah okay so we are so we're in the rings opening the show John comes in. The story is John's going to, you know, throw the pie in Zach's face, yeah. kick the picture, whatever. I'm going to flay the ring, whatever. And um, it happens. And we do the deal. We we smarten Brad up to the fact that, hey, we're going to have a toast, kind of like before with the champagne. Hey, we're going to do a pie in the face, whatever. And he's okay with it. We don't we don't dive in because, you know, ask yeah. for forgiveness, not permission type of shit. Oh, yeah. And um, we're like, okay, well, this is it. This is going to be really mad or really happy. And... Dude, we're in this we're in this opening and it happens, dude. Well wait, wait, but wait, like like real quick before we get to the climax, the, oh, the amazing the moment. The so the, the John Cross, like like one of my new, one of my favorite things that I've done throughout my wrestling time is uh, I like to I don't know why, but I like to get under the ring and just hide. Like because nobody really expects like this motherfucker just lays under the ring in the dark like for like an hour <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've done it at, I've done it at fucking, uh, at SRPW and I did that this night at UWE. But here's the thing. We had fans in the building and I wasn't under the ring yet and I needed to get under the ring and we didn't really know how. And I, I, I'm kind of of the opinion that if a couple people see me, it is what it is. So I was really just going to kind of sneak out there and just like, whoop, I got to tie my shoe and then just disappear. Like that's kind of one of my things, but like, then we had all kinds of people throwing ideas out there. Fucking like, like Brad's going to like start screaming on one side of the room and hope everybody looks at him. And then I'm going to get under there. And then like, like Zach was going to fuck with the lights or something. And then finally we were like, well, what if, 
what if uh, this is this was so elaborate and probably just way too elaborate and so stupid? This is but Brad like, on, on the, oh, he man. doesn't even tell us. This is Brad. He work- he's working this, everybody. This he is, doesn't tell us. This is him on all cylinders, like firing, like he's yelling, he's screaming. God, God damn it! God yeah. fucking damn! He's screaming like at everybody to like move this tarp around. Get the tarp. Get this giant black tarp around, and he's like pretending. That he's trying to figure out how this tarp's gonna go over the ring, like when it goes in the trailer and it rains or something. Like he's, is, he's is, this, is this is this big enough? Yeah, is this wide enough? He's Hold doing it, this it out. this elaborate There's production. So as he has this giant tarp, this tarp that covers from the entranceway across the ring, I slither like a goddamn snake <laughs> underneath this tarp. And just slide under the ring. And then I, I, Zach is out there helping, and I just hear people going like, tell him to go. Is he going to go? When's he going to go? Tell him to go. It's time to go. We got to do this. Tell him to get under there. And Zach's like, he's been under there for five minutes. <laughs> and they're like, what? When did he get under there? So I, I lay under the ring for, for you know 30 minutes or whatever. Um, I, I lay under there through a whole match, like a fucking six-man jabroni fucking tag match with Haskell's bitch ass in there like slamming around and shit and it's loud and my, my eardrums are getting exploded and then the promo comes so everything that he just talked about the fucking the pies there they're doing the celebration they got the white claws they got this big sign or oh well, they've got a, a covered gift for you is what they have they have like a like some kind of covered fucking gift that we put a tablecloth over or something and um they uh they you debut like the 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 shroud comes off and uh, it's like my eye, my eyeballs on there or some shit or whatever. And um, that's when, you know, the shit goes down. Everybody scrambles. Y'all start looking at the entranceway and whatnot. I slide out from under the ring. I, I hop in the ring. And, um, like, it was weird because, like, I remember jumping in the ring and, like, immediately me and you were, like, way too close. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but you fucking dove. You fucking got out of there, which was great. Yeah. And I blast. Zach with this fucking bicycle kick that throws me off. My, I fall to my feet. Kick like, through I, the painting. I kick through this fucking thing into his face. I bump. I scoop up this pie on the way up. Turn. He fucking sells up. And I just fucking hadouken him right in the nose with this goddamn cream pie. Splatter this fucking pie all over Zach. All over the ring. All over fucking half the front the, the row. Mats, the yeah. mats at ringside. It's on me. It's not a solid cake. This is the liquid oh, pie. This is a pie, a meringue chocolate pie that has sat in my hot trunk of my car yep. all day fucking long. Yeah. And fucking, I think it fell over and got like smushed. The oil had <laughs> went everywhere. It was the worst decision Dude, you could have made. we come through the curtain. I should have got chicken noodle soup. It would have been yeah, cleaner. We come through the curtain. Brad is fucking furious I, I got to miss most of this part because you were in the other room yeah you come Brad comes around the corner walks in there you can see he's red but you yeah. can see he's trying to keep it yeah, cool yeah, to yeah, me yeah, yeah. he's yeah. not trying to like rip my ass that's because it's goes, you and me he yeah. goes listen he goes next time just do it outside the ring like, you know, like, <laughs> just like that and then I hear him in the other room yeah yelling Screaming. to Brandon yeah. like, but he's not yelling to me yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember Zach without a beat looks up at Brad and goes well it was your buddy John's idea he goes go talk to him yeah. and Zach, Zach's like Zach's like picking chocolate out of his head yeah. as he's telling him go talk to John you think I fucking want this yeah and I, uh and so, yeah, so I hear him flipping out over there. Dude, they're going yeah. crazy. Dustin McGowan comes through and goes, listen, yeah. new canvas isn't that much. 
I'm gonna buy a new one. Yeah. Dustin McGowan buys a new canvas on the fucking dime. I didn't know how I felt about that. And you know, he he just he wanted to you know, smooth did. it over. We went up to Brad Hay, got a new canvas. Brad immediately went from you know mad to yeah. you guys didn't have to do that. Right. Listen, we did have to do that. I did particularly feel bad. When J- when Nasty and Samedi were trying to build yeah, their yeah, story, yeah, yeah. and Nasty runs the corner and goes, "God damn, guys, gotta be careful out there." Fucking that. I don't know yeah. why, but that Matt slick. And that I'm like, I know me, why it's slick. That made me feel bad. It ruined nothing. He said it ruined their finish. Yeah, nothing until that moment made me feel bad because, like, well, also I get very like when people like get super confrontational. I, of course, just immediately want to like bow yeah. up. So like, I'm just like. I wish he would come yell at me. Like, I wish I will fucking, I will, I will fucking fuck him right here in this moment. But like, and I love Brad. Me and Brad have, have we have a super great understanding and whatnot. But because it was a great moment, Brad was cool. It was and, super and guess effective. What? Right now, if Brad turns around and looks back at yeah. that, I guarantee oh, he looks at over it and, like Rover. It he, did nothing but help the company. He looks yeah. back now and he loves it. I'm telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And he got a practice canvas out of it. Got a, got a brand new canvas. So awesome on on McGowan. Um, I you know again like we didn't we didn't. Uh, ask for permission, but I, I do yeah. like. I, I'm sorry. I do beg for forgiveness. But like, so, uh, I, I, but it, it was over, and it, it was great. So we, it, we get to that match that night. You're yeah. the, you're the you're the special guest ref. Remember? Oh, that's right. Fuck, and I forgot about this. We get to that match. You're the yeah. special guest ref. You just had your tattoo done, so you have this, oh you have, fuck. You, you have this shoulder brace on. Okay, so let, so let, real quick, we got we're gonna we're gonna go about another ten minutes or so, and we're gonna call this part one. We're definitely not getting to the match today. Yeah. That's fine. So we're gonna tie this up. With this special referee yeah, thing yeah. and the tattoo and all that shit, because I, I can't believe I forgot about this. Yeah. So that's that same night. Yep. So Brad is so Brad is still mad at me. Yeah. But yeah, he's yeah. not letting me know. Of course. He's mad at me. Of course. So he's gonna take it out of me in the ring. At least he thought he was. Yeah. And um. So we do. We get out there. We have this match. He and I do not plan shit. Yeah. Brad yeah, is yeah. wearing jeans. Half face painted, like I that was weird. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in full gear. Yeah, John has a tattoo. He's in a referee shirt. We're like, all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's gonna we're gonna go all over the place. We have zero yeah. shit planned. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, that's what it's gonna be. I was yeah. I told Brad. I said, listen, I I wrapped a chair around your head two months ago. Yeah, you need to kick my ass the first few parts. Yeah, yeah. Brad's kicking your ass isn't usually kicking your ass. It's right, usually right. like he's very safe and calculated. Sure, sure, sure. He must have been mad at me from that opening yeah. spot because he was fucking lighting me up. Yeah. And um, it got to a point to where we we're around in the ring and you know, he had been beating my ass for a good five minutes. I was yeah. like, I was like, all right, now I feel like this is going too far. Yeah. And I gave him like a yeah, shoot yeah, shot yeah. to the stomach. Yeah. And I'm like and I give him a shoot shot that kind of knocks him back. I put some force into it. Yeah. And then I walk around to the outside. He follows me. He takes a big painting that Zach made that I was selling in my merch stand, mm-hmm. hits me with it, takes me around the corner, and I'm like, a part of me for a second thought to myself, like, surely Brad isn't thinking he's taking liberties right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, surely he doesn't think yeah. I'm not, I'm just going to take this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, fuck, goes to the concession stand. He grabs, like, a thing of sanitizer wipes, throws them at my head. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, it leaves his hand and a full fucking five pound yeah, thing of yeah, wipes yeah. hit me in the head. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, surely, Brad They're- and I are cool, surely he's not taking liberties. There comes a me. point to where, like, he's kind of made his point at that, yeah, at that yeah. moment. And at this point now, how long do you let a, and I'm sorry, a 175-pound man 
beat the yeah. shit out of a 200 pound fucking like yeah. big motherfucker <laughs> so and, yeah. so John's over there next to us like leading the way and I'm taking it I'm taking it yeah. I've had my head bounce off tables he hit me in the head with someone's yeah. NWA championship yeah. he threw these wipes at me yeah. whether he meant to or not sure, sure, them, sure, sure. they hit me in the temple oh yeah now I'm kind of like shaky because I'm like alright well and then my, if, if this is where we're going then I'm going there my favorite moment and he, he rounds yeah. the corner and yeah. I look at John and I go move yeah. and I grab <laughs> A goddamn full, a full Rubbermaid, fifty gallon <laughs> trash can. It has, it has trash piling out of it. I pick this motherfucker up and I launch this trash can. He's six feet away from me. This trash can hurdles like a fucking meteor through space. Fucking flies. It's full of fucking trash and nachos and shit. Just flies past me and fucking obliterates the planet fuel. Um, it, it hits Brad so hard. Like the dinosaurs being destroyed. The yeah. fucking planet fuel gets attacked by this goddamn Rubbermaid I trash throw can. this full trash can rocks Oh, it. man. And at it this point, amazing. it's running through my head like, I'm the goddamn champion. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. If this sounds gonna be like, we're gonna go to the back and we're gonna shoot, and yeah. I'm leaving with the belt. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking in my head like, he's if he's that mad at me, like, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we make it up, we make it up the stairs. Where John leans in my ear, follow me, and he goes, "This is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is the awesome. best match y'all have ever so had for sure." We get to the yeah. ring, dude. J- Brad is not letting up. We get yeah. to the ring, you know, we do a little spot, we slide in. He picks up a goddamn basketball. <laughs> A basketball, we're in the ring. He throws it at me. If if, if I would have evaded it, yeah. it would hit a fan. It would have killed a kid. Like, it would hit a fan. <laughs> Hits me in the back with yeah. this basketball. Now we're just trading. Yeah. I get in the ring. I have this gas can. Remember yeah. the gas oh, can? Oh, yeah. I have that this fucking gas can follows me around this for ga- some I love reason. it. I have this Holy gas can. Shit. And I... I Light fuel up with it in the Kane head. Junior. Then I drop the can like a football and I punt it. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Just in the moment, I'm just, I'm yeah. just feeling it. I just drop it like a football, drop kick it, boom, punt it. It flies it through flies, his plastic curtain, hits the fucking entryway and fucking <laughs> explodes. Yeah, yeah, it, it it knocks down the the curtain. You know, and people, friends like, ooh, it's another one of those things. If I'd have missed the kick, it would hit a fan. Like, I like in time. that in that moment, like when that curtain comes down, I see like. Reed and Ethan Cole, like on all fours, they're like peeking through a little hole to and watch this, y'all's match. This gas can is they just like, out on. and they, they just like scatter like little fucking insects. They had to like scatter back behind the they're curtain. They're just sitting there all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gas can goes flying out. <laughs> we get in the ring. I take this um, this Halloween sign. It's yeah. like straight up. Wood, oh yeah, yeah and yeah, I yeah, lay yeah. it over Brad's back. It's just it's like it, getting paddled. It's yeah. like a giant paddle. It hits in the back, and you can just see him biting his lips, sweat running down his face, like. <laughs> The worst pain, like he's shaking. At that point, I knew, all right, you fucked me up. Yeah, yeah. I fucked you up. Right. We're, we're at a go. good understanding yeah, yeah. right we're now. Good here. Yeah. And um, I take his own belt off of him, yeah. and I say, all right. I called this actually. I say, yeah. cut me off. Whip me with your belt. Yeah. You know, whip me with the belt. Blah blah blah. Went into the finish. That whole ending, everybody forgot their spots. Yeah. I'm laying on the ground directing traffic. Yeah. I'm like. John, move closer. Yeah, yeah. I can kick you. Brad, go up top. Kick John yeah, yeah. into Brad. We do the deal. We get to the back. Brad comes up, hugs me. Good job, Bubba. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like it's like nothing's wrong. Like I will say, like like, and that's that's kind of classic, like old school mentality of him as well. Like you leave it all in the ring. You know, you you all have done your thing. You've squashed the beef. He's mad about the canvas. Y'all have had your match. Now yeah. you're in the locker room. Like it's over. No one need to be mad at each other anymore. Yeah, it was good. It was all good. And but. it added such a great intensity to the match. That was. That kind of match is where, like, fuel, 
like uh like like that's where he soars yeah. like he that's did where too. that's where he like really like like his 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 great ability like comes out is when he can just kind of impromptu get really up and close with the fans just kind of go for it and wing it and um i uh i yeah i really enjoyed that performance fucking i got to be the referee of that like the 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 end of that story or the whole thing to tie that together like a nice bow is i got like my tattoo like fully colored the day before and so i had the plastic that the tattoo artist put on my arm i put like a shoulder brace on over that just to give it a little bit more protection and i was like i was pretty much telling myself like i'm going to get an infection this weekend i have this tattoo this brand new oozy gooey tattoo on my arm i'm gonna referee a match that i'm gonna get physically involved in with you guys and then the fucking next day we fucking goddamn go and get on the goddamn fucking river yeah like britney's birthday my wife's birthday she wants to get on the river fucking go floating it's pouring down fucking raining the sky is gray. We're all freezing cold. We're in the middle of the goddamn river. And I have this fucking tattoo that I didn't want to get wet. So I bought like one of those ultra like UV fucking protective long sleeve water shirts. And I'm wearing that, but it doesn't matter because it's pouring down fucking raining. And so I'm soaking wet anyway. And we're fucking floating and goddamn freezing to death. And we've got, we're trying to fucking like eat snacks in the rain and shit. And uh, I mean, it's me, you, it's Brittany, Sam, uh, and Zach, and uh, Tacey, his, Zach's girl, w- was with us, and uh, we had a great time. I mean, it was fucking, it was a great story, honestly, ultimately. Dude, everything tastes better on the road. <laughs> I remember we were wearing halfway, and my wife was like rolling up cheese and meat and handing yeah, it to us, yeah. and it just tastes like gold. It's like, this is the best thing I've ever had. So, yeah, yeah, everything tastes better on the river, and like, I know like, like, I, I like I opened up like a fucking bang and like I think like I had so much water in my lap in my uh, kayak pouring rain. that like and then I then I like I go to sip my bang and it just tastes like pure fucking river. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. But like, yeah, your wife, your wife is like dishing out fucking ham and cheese and like i'm i'm like eating out of your wife's hand like while Rolled standing up. yeah, yeah. Your, your wife's like feeding me fucking ham and cheese in the water like yeah. up to my waist and fucking overall though i mean it was the finally the fucking like the sun finally came out like towards uh, the end at the very end it felt great i'm just laying there baking in the yeah sun. yeah the girls are paddling their asses yeah off. oh yeah they were just like we gotta get the fuck out of here and we're all just like we're fucking just like you and zach are dicking around and i'm just like we jumped out of the oh day. yeah we, we spent half the river just floating by ourselves you got fucking water. like raped by an underwater fucking did, tree at one point fuck <laughs> you had had that ball and catfish after that and then yes it was all worth it though because then we go to fucking my wife's favorite restaurant in Tahlequah. It's called catfish kitchen we all go to Catfish Kitchen. We get fucking like all you can eat catfish, and we're just fucking chowing down, destroying oh, so some catfish. It's it's delicious. Fucking, I baked Brittany this goddamn fucking popcorn fucking birthday cake. Um, that was fucking like it was like it was it was just like a white cake, and then it had 
icing that was the full cake of like itself was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The icing was full of like fucking cheddar popcorn. Which Why was would like, you do that? As my my, my wife loves it. She loves that fucking popcorn. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna put it in this goddamn cake. So we so get this you, fucking. I, I can think of a lot of things you could do with that popcorn, <laughs> but put it in the middle of a hey. delicious sweet cake. I ate that fucking. I ate fucking half that goddamn cake. So I ain't worried about it. Was it was good. Yeah, it was good cake. She ate it. It was something new. I always try to make her a cake. I, I try to do something different. So I did that, and we fucking. Chowed down on that. Had a fucking wild day on the river after a wild night of wrestling. My tattoo turned out perfectly fine. I did not get an infection. I'm glad. Um, and, uh, hey, here we are. I think um, I think that kind of puts a bow in it for where we're at right now. There's, there's our comeback pod. We're going to be back. Hopefully, the, the idea is every Sunday where we'll have a new episode of What Can yep. You Offer?, um, the next episode, we're gonna get a new intro. We're gonna we're looking forward out, to debuting yeah. that. I don't know if it'll be on this episode, probably not. But uh, we will uh, we will have a new intro, a new closeout, all that great stuff. Next one, we'll get into the we'll get into the we're match. getting into the meat of it, man. We're gonna that the the match itself, and like you staying at my house the weekend before, like the whole all that weekend, stuff, yeah. the whole weekend, the dinner afterwards. Oh you yeah, going man. to work. Yeah, I had the, to go to the work. The entrances, the stories behind that. Oh fuck yeah, man! The stories behind John's gun and all, my entrance. all that great shit. That's gonna be in in part two. Yeah, we'll call yeah, this part yeah. one. That'll be in part two of this comeback, and uh, we will fucking get into showdown. We got some future episodes we're looking forward to doing. I mean, I, I'll, we're gonna we're gonna talk about John Cross versus Barrett Brown. We're gonna talk about Alex Royal getting fired and rehired at WFC. We're gonna yep. talk about. John quitting his goddamn job, no longer working in retail, and being yeah. a full-time personal trainer now. We had a set-down conversation with Graham Bell lined up. We got Graham, Graham, Graham in Japan. Japan. Yeah, Graham in Japan we're going to do. We've got all these great episodes ready for you. Yep. They're going to be popping out Sunday after Sunday. So thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your buddies. Follow us on social media. I am uh, – just follow me on Instagram at J-O-N-D. Bloodworth or at Forever Fit Night. You can follow either one of those accounts or both. That's great. Yep. And you can uh, check out the Showcase Alex Royal on Facebook. Uh, do not follow my personal page. I will not accept your friend request. Boom. Um, the Showcase Alex Royal. Also, go vote on Oaklefan.com. Oh, that's right. Uh, we'll get into the details behind that, but your boy Alex Royal slept, swept a lot of the awards last year, so I'm only in one or two categories this year. So uh, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to real quick. I got, I got because we got to leave this note at the end. This is the. You know, Oklafan awards are what they are. I have a couple of people that don't love me necessarily at Oklafan. Maybe you do Same. too, honestly. Same. Yeah, honestly, people don't like me. So, um, you know, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I, w- I want to tell you right now. There's a few things that I know for goddamn certain, for a fact, for an absolute fact, and that is number one. Every match I've had this year is a match of the year candidate. That's okay. Not that they all have to be on there. They don't. As a matter of fact, you had a goal where you said you wanted, uh, you know, you know, like three matches from OKX or, or a couple yeah. and your UWE match to be on the match of the year list. That was kind of a goal. I didn't really think that was going to happen because I didn't think they would put me in more than one match yeah. of the year candidate. I think that they try to be fair. Okay. I think they try to be fair to limit like, oh, they can't just all be John Cross's matches, even though it's true that his matches were all match of the year. I don't give a fuck. It's true. Um, I get the fair part of that. However, here's my problem with the Oklafan match of the year list this year. This is it, man. I'm dead serious. This is a real problem. You can't fucking deny me that this is not a real problem. So, 
John Cross versus Luke Langley is up for match of the year. It should be. Of course it should be. We knew that was going to be on there. In my mind, no other match of mine would have been on there just because they can't put more than one John Cross on there. But they fucking put John Cross versus JD on match of the year, even though, even though my match with you was 10 times fucking better. So anyway, that I don't get. I just want to throw that out there. If you're going to actually put two of my matches on there and one of them is not the Barrett match, it's a UWE match. Drop my candle on the floor. Why not? I'm getting fucking fired up in this moment. If you're going to put a UWE it's, it's, match. It's, it's not that the U and JD match yeah. was bad. It's it, not. That match is fucking good. awesome. It was good. They, in, in my opinion, yeah. you should have had all goddamn three. Our match, yeah. our match you and I. Yeah. Was a completely different match. Oh than yeah, you and JD. Ours was super hyped. And the goddamn kitchen sink. Oh man. And the the feud. Okay, here's my problem. Feud of the year. Yeah. Weren't available. And I know like everybody everybody on this fucking loves that we're talking about it, and that's fine. Oh yeah. That's fine. Hey yeah. hey, let me tell you the truth. I, I fucking love Burnham. Burnham, me and Bar- me and Burnham Burn- are cool Burnham's as awesome. shit. I asked Burnham. Okay, so yeah. I asked Burnham. I go I go. How come John and I went out for match of the year? He said because. There was only so many hardcore style matches, and that's what yours fell in the category to, and it didn't make the hardcore cut. I disagree. I also think yeah, yeah, that yeah. match, as far as feud goes, I could handpick with a toothpick yeah. the feud. You know, on the yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What was Brett was wasn't Brad and Anarchy on Feud of the Year? <laughs> Did they feud at all? You know what I mean? Um, shit, shit like that. And, you know, John and I are fucking having blood feuds. I really thought we, I was looking at the wrong list. You went from list. being my manager yeah. to bringing you back at OKX yeah. to feuding with you all in a calendar year. Yeah, we had we had feud of the year. There's no doubt. Yeah. I, I don't give a shit. Whatever. And, like I said, they, they everybody, yeah. there's there's these are the opinions that are going to happen with listening to this podcast. There's going to be the people going, oh, here we go. People bitching about Oakla fan. Hey, I'll bitch about it all there's, day long. There's going to be the people that are like, oh, they're justified or whatever. How do you How do you deny? And then there's going to be the people that say like that we're just, we're too big in our own heads or whatnot. That's the fine. fact is, like, what's the most talked about fucking feud of the year? It was me and Alex. What's the most, what's the fucking, like, I mean, what's the more hyped match? Me and Alex or me and JD? Like, the, the me versus JD was part of the Alex feud. So, yeah, I don't get, like, the, I would have to go back. Maybe in the next episode we'll bring yeah. the list and break it down. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> That'll give you some more. Breakdown. We'll hey, here's the thing more. also. I told yeah. Sam Stackhouse this. This isn't all about me. I'll talk about Sam. Sam and I's match yeah. at WFC oh, yeah. that got yeah, me fired. Yeah, yeah. I swear on everything. Yeah, yeah. I have never in all of wrestling. Okay, and I've only been doing this six years, so what? Yeah. Maybe I'm a greenie. Sure, sure. But in six years, I have never heard a louder pop oh, yeah. for somebody winning a match than when Sam Stackhouse won that match. Incredible. That match was seamless. Yeah. That match was flawless. It was everything it wanted to be. And how that is enough for match of the year. I mean, Sam, like he deserved to have that match on. Sam, there. Sam deserved that fucking for match his of the year. year. Like you yeah. mean, you know what I mean? Like that's that is bullshit. That Sam was left off the list for that. Whether I'm in that or not, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, Sam's yeah. the one that put Zach through the table. Sam's the one that took multiple kendo shots. Without like, a doubt, Sam deserves that. That that should have been up for match of the year. I did ask Burnham though about the most hated because I'm like I feel like I'm pretty fucking hated. Yeah. He gave me a, he gave me a good reason though. He said you were a face at UWE for half of the year, and I honestly think your best work was in UWE. Mm. And I said okay, I appreciate the honesty. At least there is I, I do appreciate this. While I like Burnham, uh, he, he gave he me at an least, honest response. He does have a reason. It's not like I know I wish Burnham was here so I could be like, why is Fuel and Anarchy on Feud of the Year? Because I mean I think he, maybe they did they did they feud in fucking. NAW maybe or something I don't, uh, know. I don't know but I, I would but anyway 
I love you, Burnham. Um, the rest of them, take it or leave it. Um, hey, uh, someone's got something against me, but here's one thing, motherfuckers. I booked all you for OKX for a specific <laughs> reason. I said, okay, I'm not gonna give them any reason to shit on me at Oakland Fan Time. I'm gonna book them all for OKX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single goddamn last one of you got booked. <laughs> everybody, so, uh, there's a second one coming up. Everybody, please tweet uh, at fucking CM Burnham and uh, tell him how much you love him. Uh, <laughs> Burnham is booked for OKX too. I've already talked. To him. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, no, no, much love to everybody. It, it is what it is. It's great that it's hyped up enough that people get get um, upset or, or, or excited or, or want to speak about it. So that's it. That's our tie-up. Thank you guys for listening. This has been What Can You Offer. Uh, I'm John Cross. Alex, you got anything to leave them with? Um, vote for Alex Royal, Wrestler of the Year. Vote for Alex Royal, <laughs> Wrestler of the Year. Maybe next time we'll have... Dusty Gold on this episode.